22, 20, and 21. My name. Am I the good doctor? No, I'm I'm Eastwood. I'm Joseph Eastwood Frisch. <laughs> Got confused. It's early Sunday morning. It's New Year's Eve, everybody. I bet you commit malpractice just like a real one, though. Oh, God, yeah. Well, I am losing my patience. Put on. Oh! Classic. Classic joke, eh? It's me and the shark. I couldn't shark. pay my bill. He gave me another six months. <laughs> oh, we're just kidding. Your wife's dead. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we're rambling through. when you need one. <laughs> We're rambling off punchlines from John Dr. Jokes. That's a shark. My name is Eastwood. Good doctor can't be with us today. We're kind of doing this one on the uh, fly. It is New Year's Eve morning, early morning, New Year's Eve. <coughs> shark and I thought we'd throw a little something together for you. Go ahead. Apparently, Robbie's having a Y2K event with the sex robots. Yes, well, that's what I heard. It is New Year's Eve, and he was worried because he got a discount on them. They had some kind of reprogramming. I think it had something to do with Y2K. Now, I don't... He told me that, like, the kind he got were, like, self-lubricating, which was weird. I didn't want to hear that. He didn't need to tell me. No, it's not something... I'm I'm not going to trust lubrication to the... Yeah. No. I I was like, what are they, squirting out WD-40? little robot joke there. Why they squirt out some some ten some ten W thirty there, pal? Some motor oil. A little three in one. <laughs> hey, don't oh, ask I me love- how I know, but you can uh, run a Volkswagen engine with the push rods in backwards if you put enough put enough ninety three weight in one. it. <laughs> I tell you what, I love the smell of three in one. Can't stand the it way is. it feels on my skin, but I love the smell of it, which is weird. It's probably uh, some petrochemical in there that's real bad. For oh, me. you know it is. That uh, I, got... I used to like diesel fuel because it made me like like I, was, like I was traveling. I felt like I was someplace else. You know what I mean? Because you'd always smell that. it. You know. Now, I'll tell you what. When I smell diesel fuel, I instantly smell my dad's tractors. Um, yeah, that run on diesel. So I, I I have the same thing. I like it. It doesn't make me feel like I'm traveling. It makes me feel like a home. Long time it's ago, the, I'm I'm back, I'm back home now, so I smell it all the time. But back in the day, it's, it's like I'm the sure again when I get older. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Though just that rumbling, the rumbling mm-hmm. sound and the, the the odor in the air, the fumes of the old diesel engine humming in the nighttime midnight hour. <laughs> you got to- <laughs> <laughs> this one's the towns. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy New Year's, everybody! Happy New Year's Day for WDBX listeners. Happy. New Year's Eve for bottom. We made nobody. it. Or, well, we shouldn't say that, should we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 2024. Can't be much worse than 23. Oh, uh, oh, yes. Yeah, so now we know who to blame. That's right. Oh, we haven't heard that <laughs> this year. I mean, you are. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're the first guy I've heard say it. I mean, you know, you, uh, no, you actually, literally just became the announcer. He's like, you know, he hadn't missed a free throw all night. <laughs> You know, I uh, I failed a lot of stuff in 2023, and, <laughs> and um, I didn't accomplish what Same. I needed to, to accomplish in that year at all. However, uh, personally, like you know, um, family wise and whatever, I, it was a great year. So I don't, I'm kind of conflicted. Of like, well, I didn't accomplish jack squat, but <laughs> but it was still a very nice year. It's probably maybe it's why because I didn't accomplish 
Jack squat. So, yes, enjoy your New Year's Eve. Be safe out there tonight. Uh, enjoy your New Year's Day if it is uh, on the old WDBX. Thanks for listening. By the way, I want to talk to this about, about you. Um, our small town uh, where I – I don't live there. I live close to it. Had a has a thrive dispensary for quite some time. But they have opened up uh, – uh, excuse me, Jesus! I've never burped on this radio show in my life. For three hundred episodes, <laughs> that's never happened. <laughs> um, uh, they're, they're, been, they're watching, new- been watching a bunch of Rick and Morty all weekend. Been on the marathon. <laughs> oh shoot! Um, it's the language that you speak, Morty. <laughs> So uh, now to the out-of-staters who have had legal uh, marijuana for some time, you're going to be like, oh, you poor a-holes. You have to pay that much money. Uh, oh, yeah, no. eat, right. eat, eat shit. I don't, I don't really care about your, your opinion. Yeah, I'm just I happy mean, they're not arresting me for it. You know what yes, I mean? you're, you yeah, are correct. Uh, it's too high, but whatever. But here's what I'm getting at. Bliss, uh, this new dispensary that came into town, they don't quite have the weight that Thrive has. They just don't have... Uh, maybe they don't have the money for the inventory. I'm not sure. But they don't yeah. have the, you know, there's not 500 flowers on hand or whatever it is. There's usually like right. 50. Um, pretty small operation. Everybody there's about as friendly as you can imagine. But here's what I found. So if you go to Thrive, granted, Thrive has a bunch of like, are you a Jefferson County resident? You get 10% off. Is it Tuesday? You double your points. Is it Monday? Wear this thing. You get 10%. They have a lot of things going on like that. Yeah. I signed up for Bliss's membership, and I walked out of the door with a uh, quarter of Rollins. You know Rollins Rise. I do. uh, I most certainly do. Very uh, close to lemon bean. Not quite. A little gassier. Nice sativa. Um, Out the door, taxes and all, $61 for a quarter. Hey, that ain't bad. Now, at Thrive... $60 $60 is their starting price for most, most eighths. Pers- yeah, as I say, 55 uh, 60 yeah. Yeah, specifically Cresco, the brand mm-hmm. that makes the uh, kind I got, Rollins, always 60 bucks, starting at 60 You can usually get a quarter for 90 Yeah. But 61 bucks out the door. <laughs> Taxes and all. It was, I think it was changed. I think I spent 62 because I gave a tip to, uh, to the lady there. Um but yeah, so anyway, check out Bliss if you're in the Southern Illinois area. Uh, small operation, but holy crap! If they can, that that's like 1997 street prices. Well, I was gonna say, yeah, that's uh, yeah, six sixty for a quarter. I mean, yeah, I mean, I paid forty. You know, we were paying forty a quarter for the the commercial stuff. Yeah, twenty yeah. twenty five years ago, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. yeah no, that's. So what did, do you know if they have? Uh, do they take medical patients? Do you know? I well, I know they. I don't know if they have any like discount for you yet. I know they. You can go there, obviously, because anybody could go there. Well, what what but, I mean is, but, like, I, don't, but the, I don't think they have any deals for you that I have seen. Um, well, I don't know. What, what blows my mind is if you're a medical patient, like you can have a dispensary. And you can be recreational only. So the one amount, like Thrive, for example. Yeah. Harrisburg is a medical dispensary and a recreational dispensary. So is yeah. Anna. But Mount Vernon's rec only. Now, so I, if, I know if that. If I go to Mount Vernon, I pay recreational prices even though I'm a medical card well, holder. Thrive now, though, in Mount Vernon, if you have a medical card, you're not buying medicinal, but you get 20% off. All, all, so they're always. Uh, okay. I, 
I'm glad to know that they've started started doing. Yeah, that. like I, I said, I, they, I forgot. Generally, that don't one. go there because of that. It's like but if you, were, I don't understand why deal. everyone's not. You know, yeah, I know. I don't. I don't either. Um, here's the deal: if you lived in Jefferson County and mm-hmm. you have a medical card, you're talking at thirty percent off every visit at Thrive. Mm-hmm. So it's it's comparable. You know, Bliss is just like sign up. We're not giving you. There's no discounts. There's no sales. We're yeah. just cheaper. You can right, buy it. Right. You can buy it like Effingham. Yeah, you can buy an eighth any time of the day of Cresco for forty five bucks. Like they don't start at sixty there. Yeah, um, but but like I said, I don't think there's any deals. But if I can get a quarter for sixty bucks, I'm pretty happy with that. Um, for Illinois prices, yeah, well, you should. Yeah, you should be. That's, that's yeah, pretty great. definitely. And that's not a, that's not a um, that's not unusual for them. Like they generally have quarters for that price, at least six or seven to choose from that are always a good lineage and brand. So anyway, enough about the free bliss commercial. Hey, bliss. Hey, also, <laughs> um, I might be selling um, my rolling trays that I make there because I hated Seth Rogen's rolling trays. Um, oh, you should, yeah, very cool. And uh, the lady that was a manager at Thrive is one of the managers there. And she was like, I have a lot more say in here. And uh, I did not forget about you. I love your trays, and we want to sell them here. So, um, well, I, very cool. Yeah. So I think that we're going to have my trays available there. Um, or and they won't be five. Uh, they won't be five hundred dollars Seth Rogen be, trays. <laughs> yes, they'll be. Oh, I'm trying to outprice them. <laughs> trying to trying to beat Rogan's prices. I was just saying, I was like, you know, Rogan's trace five hundred bucks. I'm like, well, I got this old tin uh, Danish cookies, shortbread cookies or something. I've been rolling wheat on it for thirty five fucking years. Yeah, and it seems I to be just this, fine, uh, you know. <laughs> I got this really touristy, not even intended for Amsterdam uh tray. <laughs> no, what is it? It's not Amsterdam. What the hell is it? I I can't see it right now. Cleveland. It's like it's like, it's like Sweden or someplace where yeah, you just picked right. up like a plate. It's, it's like where you were. I don't even right. remember where the hell we were. <laughs> but it's not intended. Nonetheless, no, that's not true. I use my trays. My trays are superior. <coughs> Well, some that, that, that is like. true. Every joint I have rolled on a tray since last Christmas or the one before when you made those for us has been rolled on on that tray, and I'm looking at it now. It's, a, well, it's in you. fact it's a, one of the few things in here that doesn't have dust on it. <laughs> yes, it gets use. I mine is out <laughs> out prior to see. Uh, one of our friends saw it the other night and was like, "No, we'll just know." I, I won't say his name, but he was like, "This I really like this. I don't know what what the hell is this now, brother? It's pretty cool setup here." <laughs> How's that work? <laughs> so you just put that with the holes there. You put the. Oh, I see. I see. I see. Oh, oh well. Shit. Oh, all right, all right. I tell you about Bigfoot. Love you, buddy. <laughs> just joking. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, we had our our first Monday night. Quite a good time. That was when that happened. Um, but yeah, what was I? Uh, what were we doing there? We we're talking about some bliss, and we moved on. Doesn't matter. Have you watched any of the uh, DC? Movies that have came to Netflix. You've been on vacation. You probably haven't watched anything, have you? Well, I I tell you the one thing I have kept up with is I'm I'm all up to date on my Reacher. Um, I am not. I I'm, not. I'm one uh, behind. I'm four in. I'm I think yeah. I've watched four episodes. It's good. It's good. Um, yeah, it you is. know there I t- there was one part and I don't specifically remember what it was, but there was kind of like one sequence in there where it was like you know how they always kind of walk the line of cheese, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Absolutely. is it, you know, how tropey are we going to be? And they do such a good job of like towing that line and they generally do. stay on the right side of it. it. Is a, yeah. 
there was something in this last sentence. I know I I don't remember what it was, but I remember I just like I, st- I had to stop it because I was laughing so hard. It was like <laughs> you know all that yeah they boy that that was over the top. Okay, so I'll it's a good episode. You'll like I'll it. Look it's for fun. It. I like yeah. uh, the the fourth one was a real a, a blast. Um, so I'm looking forward to the new one. Haven't had a had a chance to see. I'll look out for that. Um, yeah, Reacher's good time. I've heard some people. Not loving this season as much as the other season. Um, I like it. I like seeing him with people that he, you know, trusts and love. The other Reacher we got was like such a lone wolf, uh, which we liked about Reacher. Uh, That's right. But he's still Reacher, but now he's with, with you know, surrounded by people, his people. So it's it's a different, I like it. I like the approach. No, I he's like still, it. He's still funny. He's still cracking off one-liners. The problem yeah. that I had um, got better. As the show, if you remember, my problem was I don't like seeing Reacher shoot people. I just want to see him be cool. And they, well, that's right. Yeah, right. And it seemed like that he was a lot cooler the last uh, two episodes that I watched anyway. He had some good lines. That one end of the episode where the guy calls him and says, what do you want from me? And he says, I want to throw you out of a helicopter. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was like, oh, man. Well, or like every fight all of a sudden in order to not shoot each other, it's like, Hey, no guns, you know, no noise, right? Yeah, it's like yeah, the, they yeah, use yeah. that excuse like twice in the same episode. You know, it's, it's like yeah, we're gonna fight an entire biker gang with knives. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. They, it's like Which a West I Side like. Story sequence there for a while. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> That's a good point, though. The whole, the whole, like, how can we get rid of these guns? Ah, yes. well, it's like ninjas from the eighties. Like, well, you know, we won't have guns. <laughs> all the bad guys yeah. in the 80s had Uzis for some reason. Well, that was and the that's bad always, guy. That's always bad. tough. <laughs> yeah, Uzi or wait. Well, I mean, figuring out <clears throat> figuring out how to get it away from guns because it's yes, like the only yeah. two ways you can do it are either it's too, you know, guns will be too loud and we'll get caught or <laughs> they're not honorable. We're you know, we're yes, going to put our weapons down yes. and you know, or, it's uh, like it, <clears throat> there's um the my movies that I love, the Raid movies, Raid Redemption and uh, raid two. Uh, there's there's always the scene where the guy, you know, he has a gun and he could just shoot the guy, but he says, "I've never liked these things. They, they <laughs> you know, there's no honor among shooting. Right. Just, to, just to push a button might as well be a machine, but my hands, that's the thing. And then of course, <laughs> of course, they, then they battle. Um, but that happens so many times in the raid movies where they're like, we're going to shoot each other? No, let's really test our grit. <laughs> Which if you're in a life or death situation, I don't care how macho you are. I don't think I'm going to be like, well, let me, this guy's good. Let me see if I can take this guy. <laughs> Yeah, right. I'm just, uh, I'm going to throw a rock at him. Whatever I got (laughs) to use to my advantage, I'm going to use. Of course, I don't know five types of martial arts and can jump around like those fellows. No, Uh, no. Yeah, either a 911 or a gun is probably my best stop. Yeah, right. (laughs) It's running if I I have the choice. But, you know, uh, you you also make a a good point. And I want to get back to that because the Uzi and the Desert Eagle, the the big 50 cal Desert Eagle pistol. I got one. I mean, I'm looking at one right now. (laughs) Well, they were, yeah. They're for a while. model. If you're putting a gun. If you're putting a gun in a movie. It was going to be one of those two. If you were a bad, yeah. if you were the good guy, you had the Desert Eagle, I, there and if one you were in, one of the various bad guys, you got a Newsy. Yes, that I, there's one in my movie just because of the reference, and I knew I could, I knew I had a uh, access to a movie prop model of one. 
Um, so just you blink and you blink and you won't see it, but it's there. Um, it's one of Muddy's bodyguards as a Desert Eagle. <laughs> so. How does how does a fifty caliber handgun not break every bone in your arm as you fire it? I mean, how is the recoil on that? How would you ever shoot it twice? I mean, how you know the accuracy of the muzzle? Well, I, I don't will, know. I've never I shot will, one. Maybe they're like a twenty two. Who knows? Well, I will tell you what, um, the uh, forty five, like a really well made like Browning forty five. Yeah. When I fire it, it actually kind of pulls you forward in a strange way. Huh. Um, it's made the recoil has been curved to such such an extent, and the firepower is such that it actually pulls your hand forward as the bullet goes out. It's a very strange <laughs> feeling. Yeah, that's a it, weird it, sensation. It's, uh, yeah, it is very strange. Um, but uh, yeah, enough about gun talk here. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Illinois will have us kicked out of have us banned here if we keep talking. But yeah, Uzis, man. Bad guys loved Uzis in the eighties. They were everywhere. Absolutely. Um, don't see a Uzi. I haven't seen a Uzi in a movie. I don't remember the last time I saw an Uzi in a movie. <laughs> Maybe they just play cheap nowadays. That's uh, you know what they've been replaced with in uh, Korean movies are the pistols that have the double clip. Oh that's, right, that's, yeah. That's the that's the new Uzi. <laughs> now that I think that about that it. makes sense. That makes and, sense. You need some, yeah. That and sawed off shotguns. Um. <laughs> yeah, AKs are always ubiquitous, but you know, I mean, it depends yeah. on what kind of bad guy you are, you know, because if you're a bad That's guy like true. a trench coat on, you can't conceal an AK underneath your trench coat, <laughs> no. you know. But yeah, Uzis. Somebody took care of those Uzis. I guess we should, uh, since it's New Year's Day <clears throat> slash New Year's Eve when this is coming out, I thought about doing my uh, Spotify Wrapped, <laughs> my Spotify nice. Wrapped list. Um, I see, I keep reading that people are too ashamed to post their Spotify wrapped list. I'm like, what are you, what are you listening to? <laughs> That's what you're ashamed of. Exactly. I, I don't get it. Uh, top well, song. I mean, I can understand that though. Cause mine looks, mine looks really stupid, but it's because, you know, there's a reason for that. You know, I, as, mm-hmm. as I say, every episode, um, you know, I'm trying to learn how to play the B bender. And so, what I would normally like, be, you know, I'm not listening to music necessarily for enjoyment or pleasure. You know, I'm listening to it for yeah. a purpose. And, you know, so my Spotify or my, I'd use YouTube, but my sure. year in wrap up was like, oh, wow. Yeah, I don't know that I'd, you know, want to share that with people. It'd be like, you know, what? <laughs> so how far down the spectrum are you, buddy? Um, yeah. You know, you listen to this now- song 272% more time than <laughs> the average per- person, you know, type of stuff. So I get it. I get it. You know, I don't want to be judged on what um, I was doing. Well, so my wife, for example, my wife's <clears throat> rap list was mostly for our son. Yeah, sure. Right. So right. it was just full of like ACDC and uh, uh, Barnes Courtney. You know about Barnes Courtney? I don't. Check out, but hey, check out but Barnes remind Courtney. me. I have a question about modern uh, pop groups and this whole trend in naming themselves by taking somebody who's like an, like Narls Barkley, yeah, right. And there's uh-huh. and there's another one that uh, Rit Rit Romney or something, but he took Mitt Romney's oh, name and I changed it, one. which is like, why the hell would you take a failed Republican <laughs> candidate and yeah. make that your pop name? But so is yeah. So what? Why is that a thing? I don't know. Well, no, when, it, maybe maybe it was just a. Tribute to Gnarls Barkley. Because Gnarls Barkley, they've been around for almost 20 years now. So I could see it being Oh, around. really? Maybe they uh, were just big Suns fans, huh? I think so. <laughs> they, 
They li- I, I can't do an imitation of him where I would. Oh, speak. Uh, have you seen Charles Barkley's whole thing with why he travels with his own soap? No, I've seen him <laughs> I'm talking, not, yeah, I'm talking not. crap about Trump, which I like, but no, I haven't seen that. <laughs> oh, you get, him and uh, I don't, you know, I don't have don't have the TV, but it, you'll get clips of him and Shaq on the NBA stuff. I get the other announcers on there, mm-hmm. and they get they pretty hilarious every now and then. And there's this whole deal, and it's how you get it on YouTube. But uh, Shaq's like. Hey Charles, man, uh, what what's this I hear about you won't travel without soap? And he's like, yeah, yeah, man, I started traveling my own soap. And he's like, well, why? And he's like, because the soap in the hotel is little, and you know, I travel my own big bar of soap. He's like, well, why? And he's big like, because I got to wash it in there, and I almost lost the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I almost lost the thing. What you I got me lost doing that soap. Here? <laughs> By the way, uh, that reminds me. <laughs> Do me a favor, and uh, not necessarily, whoever. <coughs> it's my favorite time of year for my favorite show, Comedy Bang Bang, because they do <laughs> the best ofs. Why am I bringing that up? Because one of the great improvisers on the show often does Charles Parkley, and he was just on the best of part two. If you listen to part two, best of. He was one of the clips was Charles Barkley. <laughs> showed up on a very odd episode and was upset about the material. That was happening on the episode and just kept saying, what the hell's going on here, Scott? What you got me doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, if you ever wanted to get into Comedy Bang Bang, the, the best ofs are starting right now. There's two of them out. By the time you hear this, there's probably will be three of them out. Um, and it's literally just Scott and Paul and Paul's one of the frequent, frequent, um, improvisers. I'm looking up right now. I have signed, uh, uh, prints of, of, of them both on my wall right here. Um, but, uh, they listen to and go through the best clips voted by the fans from the year and they break it. They had like the top 15 clips. So it's a perfect way to get into what they do. Because right. you get a taste of Scott and Paul, who are often just doing that thing on the show anyway, of talking to each other because they're good pals. And then they play the best of clips, and you get a taste of what they do on every show. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, if you've ever thought about it, if you've ever been a slight fan of the, the television show or Scott Ackerman or any of those improvisers, check it out. I don't think it is what you think it is. I think a lot of people hear improv and they're like, oh, they get scared. It's not people giving suggestions. It's it's me when I'm Bruce Springsteen. It's just people show right. up. People show up as someone else and there's they don't ever break the... <laughs> they don't I ever think, break the you fourth know, wall. It's, it just is what it is. Whose yeah. line is it anyway, I think, kind of broke us all of our wanting to like improv? Yeah, it, I, well, that's what I, you know, and you I know, don't I have, think that's what people think of, you know what I mean? Yes, um, I think I, that is right, it, 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 and that still is a type of improv. Um, oh, where, sure. You know, they get suggestions and blah, 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 and I don't have any problem with whose line is it anyway. It's still on, by the way. Most people don't realize it is still going. It's still out there. Um, but yes, that's what people think of when they think of improv. So when they think of a podcast doing that, it sounds just tedious and boring right right um, but it is the furthest furthest thing from tedious and boring it is just exciting and fun and it's give, me the, s- give me the name of a fish a location and an occupation <laughs> yeah it is not that <laughs> <laughs> it is just how stupid can we be like can i make these other professional funny makers laugh <laughs> right right uh, right with, right with a character i have come up with 
Um, and they're pretty endless. I there's freaking 800 episodes. So if you find that you Holy like cow. that, sh- if you find that you like that show, it's been on the air for 13 years. So jeez, endless episodes. You can go back to the ones where they were still allowed to be racist and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but what is fun? Um, uh, if you find a character you love, like uh, Dalton Wilcox is a character that anytime I see him on, I'm like, yes, sweet. It's Andy Daly. He plays the old cowboy. If you like that character, you can literally put his name into your podcast search and all those comedy bang bang episodes will come up that Dalton Wilcox was in and you can literally catch up on the history of that character by listening to all 12 episodes or whatever it might be over the years. Um, so yeah, very fun. By the way, got to get this in. Google Podcasts will be gone soon. We are officially on Pocket Cast now, which is a pretty decent equivalent. Not quite as good as Google, and they're also going to want you to update constantly. Um, but you have to be very specific. Type in twenty, the actual numbers two zero, capital I, N, and then twenty one two one. Um, and you will find us. But you have to be specific. If you type 20, like and 21, or N21 separately with a small N you won't, or a small I, you won't find it. They're very particular. Um, however, we are, we're on the big ones. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple Podcasts. You can listen to us on Spotify for free. Why not just get an account? I'm not, Rob's not here to stop me for shelling for Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> so just get a free account. Um, it's a cool service. I don't, they have Joe Rogan on there. I wish they didn't. I hate Joe Rogan. He's as much as the next guy anymore. But, uh, so here's yeah. my top. Uh, this is my Spotify. I listen to, um, let me see here. 2,492 hours of songs. Uh, I listen to 990 artists, which is pretty good, I think. Um, my yes. top, my top artist of the year, of course, my my lady Noga Arez, uh, the Israeli rapper, hip hop artist. Um, here's my top songs: "Strangers," uh, which is by uh, Danger Mouse. N95, Kendrick Lamar song, unbelievable. SOS, just a fun song by Timothy Fleet. Look up that song, SOS. It's uh, it's a modern song, but it sounds like it was made in 1982. It's so good. Uh, Nonstop by Drake comes in at number four. And End of the Road by my girl, Noga Arez, was the number five song I listened to this year. Now, they do this thing on Spotify where they say there's one place in the world that act that will match the most the closest match to what you listen to personally we will find the one place in the world where people had the same almost the same taste and mine is a place called Asheville USA uh, North Carolina I yes I believe so uh it, it showed I, me on the map it looked like it was a Carolina <clears throat> area but the map didn't actually have border lines so I, I got wasn't you. positive but yes <clears throat> Asheville USA is more likely to listen to Killer Mike John Prine uh uh Kendrick Lamar and Drake than any other place and uh, yeah and Run the Jewels than any other place in the world That makes <laughs> it's sense like, It's like do I need so- to move to Asheville <laughs> So I just pulled mine up, and it's like, mine's going through like in this loop thing. How many minutes did you have of listening? Um, 2,000, 
No, wait, is that songs? 2,490? No, 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 40,000 hours. 40,000 yeah, okay. hours. I, mine's yeah. got, I hit 40, let's see, where is that? 40, 43,495 uh, hours or minutes Dang. of music, music listened to this year. Yeah. Dang. I think that's song artists, I listened to was, I don't know what the heck. How many artists do you have? Artists, I don't think I have, oh, 990 artists. Okay, see, I only hit 266 different artists. Not bad, though, man, if you think about it. That's a lot of well, freaking artists. Either it way. is. Yeah, it is. And let's see, mine's getting ready and to I like to listen to a lot one. of... Oh, here we um, go. I like discovering I got my stuff. top five. I what were your top of, five? My top five artists? Um, yeah. Let me see. Did my you already artists, say that? No, I told my top five songs. My top five okay. artists are... Here's my artists. Number one. Noga Arez, my girl. I love her. Israeli hip hop artist. What's your number one? Uh, Marty Stewart. Ah, <laughs> yeah. B Bender. <laughs> yep. Number two, uh, Killer Mike, the best rapper in the game right now. Uh, God, I love Killer Mike. That's my number two. Uh, my number two is Dwight Yoakam. Hey, nice. Uh, any particular album or just Dwight in general? Uh, no, it, it didn't, it didn't pop up with the album, but what it is, is I was horning in on certain songs, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Trying to learn, uh, trying to learn the licks. Sure. I got you. My, th my three, what's your three? My th three shocks me because I don't, I don't think I actually listened to any of these guys this last year. So I don't uh, know. My number three is Run the Jewels, which makes perfect sense. I listen to Run the Jewels all the time. It's I mean, I'm proud of three. It's Skinnerd. But I I Whoa. like I don't I don't think I ever typed in like I want to listen to Leonard Skinner, you know what I mean? You think it <laughs> comes up after you listen to a guitar thing? You think it comes Pro up probably, after? probably yeah. You know what it is? It's that damn video you watched with the boat flying up on the. <laughs> I think it was. Oh, I bet you I watched that video a thousand times. Oh my god, that was so funny. It's just the solo from Freebird, <laughs> right? Being played over. And over again. <laughs> I think I, that explains it actually. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> no, uh, yeah. Uh, my number four is now. This one did surprise me. I listened to a lot of them. I think I know why it's on there. I have a lot on my exercise, my workout playlist, and that's Public Enemy. <laughs> nice <laughs> is uh, is my and man. I love Public Enemy. I kind of liked them when I was young. <laughs> I wish I would have listened to them when I was young um, because of what they were saying. Uh, they're one of those, you know, they're Rage Against the Machine. Well, better than Rage Against the Machine. Rage Against the Machine was always so vague uh, with their, with their so-called message against the man. Um, right. Public, public enemy, not vague at all. <laughs> not a bit. Like, not a bit. Get the torches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, they are literally like pointing out everything that's wrong with the capitalism, everything that's wrong with uh, racism, and what has been happening in the justice system towards uh, people of their skin color for forever. Uh, but yeah, I gotta love Public Enemy. Uh, what's your What's your number four? My number four is Ricky Skaggs. Again, that see, there's hey. one I'm a little embarrassed by, but it's the B Bender stuff. Sure. Hey, don't be. I, I think I, yeah, like, you. I like how you do that. Yeah, sure. Sure it is. Sure it is. <laughs> You're a close so Ricky tell Skaggs you, fan, I think man. I've, I think I've t told the story on uh, on the podcast before that my uh, my uncle Bert, who is one of the funniest and just sweetest fellows you'd ever see, great big guy, biggest biggest life itself. Uh, but he was good friends with Ricky Skaggs. No kidding. For, for years, Ricky Skaggs would 
stop at his house anytime he was in southern illinois and they would hang out and have a have a cookout and um yeah i was really good friends very with cool him. and uh and then one day i guess he made the mistake of asking uh, my uncle bert about politics and my uncle Uh-oh. bert was a he long lifelong union you better uh-huh. vote blue or i'm yeah <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. have words yeah. with you i'm a working man and by god uh-huh. you know, that was this is southern illinois cold and, country after hey, all yep and uh ricky and him uh didn't i guess didn't talk after that <laughs> so, yep. there you go <clears throat> so but yeah great i still love <clears throat> ricky skaggs i i often advertise there's a advertise uh, there's an album with him uh, and Bruce Hornsby from about seven years, six years ago. Uh, anyway, five or six years ago, uh, just great. Bruce Hornsby, Ricky Skaggs, phenomenal album. Those two guys together, uh, you know, he's playing fiddle and mandolin, and Hornsby's just keeping up with him on a on a piano, note for note. Brilliant, person. right? Um, well, my fun. my in my own defense, my Ricky Skaggs listening was limited to three songs off the Live in London album. So okay, <laughs> and people like him in London. Oh no, it's that. Well, I'm yeah. I remember there was that that whole Albert Lee, you know, country thing in the late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, England was England went through a, you know kind of like the early nineties here with country. Um, okay. Yeah, England. You know, Amy Lou on the Old Grey Whistle Test, all that stuff. Yeah, there was there's a bunch of shows that came out of England. You know Ooh, that really era. So- so they sold out. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> uh, lastly, now this one is also a bit of a surprise. Um, uh, Cypress Hill was <laughs> my number five artist. Now, I think it's because uh, we really are entertained. July likes uh, a lot of hip hop and hard rock. And uh, he really likes to do the the, uh, the deep voiced guy from Cypress oh, sure. Hill. <clears throat> Absolutely. He likes to do the, ain't going out like that. I ain't going out like that. We ain't going out. <laughs> he likes to do that guy. And insane in the brain. But I didn't think it would make up for that much of my listening. Well, see, that's me. My my five is much like Skinner. It's, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, proud of it. But I never once typed this guy's name in. It's Waylon Jennings. Um, oh, but never okay. once was I like, you know, search Waylon Jennings and, you know, like, I'm going to listen to some Waylon today. So it must have been the same thing. It, like, popped yeah. up next. Well, you can't go wrong with Waylon, though. That's not No. That's a, that's a good thing to have there. A- absolutely. Um, yeah. My number one song, most listened song of all songs, Into the Road by uh, Noga Arez. Got her in there again. Let's see. I'm trying to define song. The next stat, the next stat I have is um, your top artist was Marty Stewart, 137 hours, 105 songs. Your longest listening streak was 13 days. Whoa! <laughs> so that you know, that's literally sitting down trying to learn stuff. Uh, now here's the next one on it. You're in the top 0.1 percent of Marty Stewart listen listeners. You listen to them 429 times as much as the average listener. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. Let's, what stat do I get next here? It's trying to. It's doing this weird thing. It's like tell me, if, oh, if it was an album cover, it'd be the, uh, it'd be the Mar- the Marty Stewart Show live, uh, uh, clip ah. shot. Let's see here. Now it's trying to give me all this stuff about this would be my album cover. Oh, here <laughs> yeah. we go. I got a. Here's a new. Me- they gave me one and said that I was an alchemist and I made so much more percent. It was a big number of. I've made more playlists than the average user, essentially. 
would you hey, your was... top top song? Here's oh, I got it. Here's I found my top track. Uh, Mr. Is. Spaceman by Marty Stewart and the Fabulous <laughs> Superlatives. Two hundred and twenty-four <laughs> total listens. <laughs> it is a banger of a song. <laughs> I Man, say, it, I tell you what, if, if there's learning, a beat bender lick, it's in that song. <laughs> I was gonna say if you're learning, yeah, it's, it, it, I can see that. I totally understand. Yeah, that's like me with uh, next year my uh, my Doc Watson. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. He's going to be up there because I've been learning some Doc Watson lately. You, you listen to like, Mo Cowboys 3,000 times. God, damn. <laughs> yeah. So the stat uh, that popped up right before that, I listened to 1,400 different songs this year. That's wow. not bad. Yeah. Oh, that's what that number is. I listened to 2,492 songs. Jeez, wow. You got me by 1,000, man. Yeah. Um, here I was gonna read one of my top guys was Killer Mike and his band is Run the Jewels, so I was gonna give you these lyrics here. This yeah. is from one of his songs. Uh, I'll just self-edit here. Our government has a firm policy not to capitulate to terrorist demands. That non that no concessions policy remains in force in spite of the wildly speculative and false stories about arms for hostages. And alleged ransom payments, we did not repeat, did not trade weapons or anything else for hostages. That's, of course, from, from Reagan. Nor will we. So then here comes Killer Mike. <clears throat> the ballot or the bullet, some freedom or some. We will, we, will we ever do it big or just keep settling for little? We brag on having bread, but none for us bakers. But none of us are bakers. We all talk having greens, but none of us own no acres. If none of us own no acres and none of us grow wheat, then who will feed our people when our people need to eat? So it seems our people starve from lack of understanding because all we seem to give them is some balling and some dancing and some talking about our car and imaginary mansions. We should be indicted for be, for be we inciting. Hand the children death and pretend that it's exciting. We are advertisements for agony and pain. We exploit the youth. We tell them to join a gang. We tell them dope stories and introduce them to the game, just like Oliver North introduced us in the 1980s when they came on the military plane. Uh, and then it goes back to Reagan. So this is Reagan now uh, re not repenting. He's, he's, he's saying, for months ago, I told the American people I did not trade arms for hostages. My heart and my best <laughs> intentions still tell me that's true. But the facts and the evidence tell me it's not. Tell me it's not. <laughs> All right, so here comes Killer Mike back. The end of the Reagan era, I'm like 11 or 12, or I'm old enough to understand that he had changed forever. They declared the war on, like a war on terror. But what it really did was let the police terrorize whoever, but mostly black boys, but they would would call us and lay us on our belly while they fingered on the boots was on our head. The dogs was on our crotches. They would beat us up if we had diamonds on our watches and they would take our monies and they pick our pockets. I guess that's the privilege of being policing for some profits. But thanks to Reaganomics, prisons turn the profits because free labor is the cornerstone of U.S. economics because slavery was abolished. Unless you are in prison, you think, I, you think I am? Then read the 13th Amendment. Involuntary servitude and slavery it prohibits. That's why giving offenders time in double digits. Ronald Reagan was an actor, not at all a factor, just an employee of the country's real masters like the Bushes, Clintons, Obamas, just another talking head telling you lies on teleprompters. 
If you don't believe the theory, then argue with this logic. Why did Reagan and Obama both go after Gaddafi? We invaded sovereign oil, going after oil, taking countries as a hobby, paid for by the oil lobby. Same as in Iraq and Afghanistan. And Umajid Jihad, I don't know what he's talking about here, say they're coming for Iran. They only love the rich and how they loathe the poor. If I say it more, they might be at my door. Shh, who the is that staring at my window? Doing that surveillance on Mr. Michael Rinder. I'm dropping off the grid before they pump the lead. I leave you four words. I'm glad Reagan's dead. Man, that sounds exactly like a text message I sent to Robbie three days ago. <laughs> so that's the lyrics from a Killer Mike song. So if you ever wonder, like, why is he still into this Killer Mike dude? There you go. And that's from 2012. That's from a really old album of his. Um. So there you go. Well, the most profound thing in uh, Mr. Spaceman is uh, there were flies in my beard and my toothpaste was smeared. <laughs> I was going to say, is it possible we could combine <laughs> Mr. Spaceman and those lyrics? Because I'd be down I don't know that. why you couldn't. I'd, I'd be down for it. Some country music that has some, uh, some, real, some I don't know, real message to it. <laughs> hey, Woody Guthrie did it, baby. That's right. Oh, hey, we uh, maybe we should save this. Um, our boy there, what's his name? Timothy Chalamet. Well, Chalamet there. Yeah. Cutie, Cutie Chalamet. Do you, did you know that he's playing our boy Bobby D in a biopic? Really? And, and uh, Benedict Cumberbatch has been cast as Pete Seeger. Really? Yeah. And... Uh, I can't remember, but Woody Guthrie's in the movie as well. I don't know if they know who's cast. If we had Robbie here, of course, in his, uh, his, AI, <clears throat> and his, Google. His, his Google AI system stuff that he has installed, he could look this up for us. But yeah, Chalamet, who's, I, I like Chalamet. He's a good actor, but God damn, I feel like, ooh, sorry. <laughs> I feel like he's in uh, everything these days. Oh, Chalamet. Um, but yeah, he's playing Bobby D. Um, and apparently he has been given... 20 hours, 20, 40 hours, a bunch of hours of unreleased Bob songs from uh, the early, early days of Bob. Oh, Dylan. wow. And uh, well, I that, like, yeah, I like the sound of that. <clears throat> I like that he made a statement that said, like, I liked his statement. It was like, I feel really guilty. All the Bob heads out there, I think, would be really angry um, if I knew I had if they if they knew I had this, I I, I really I, I like he was just basically apologizing like I'm sorry that they gave this to me. It's like I feel like I have I'm holding gold. Um, but then he went on to say that some of it was on the Minnesota tapes that you know have been out for years and the basement tapes and some of that stuff. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm I think I'm looking forward to it. I'm afraid it might. Maybe that's a good thing. I, I'm I'm shocked. I'm still shocked that the Elvis movie made young people into Elvis fans, but it did. You're right. <clears throat> I yeah. like I've I've seen it up close and personal. Like it's a thing. Like he's he's trending again. <laughs> Fucking Elvis. He's made. I don't know if you ever watched it. He's made to be like the most sympathetic character on Bill Street. Well, yeah, you know? I, I didn't Best see it. But then they basically King. point paint Tom uh, or the Colonel as you know he was what he was and. Well, of course, me and Rob talk like the Colonel yeah, right. all the time. This is the weird, weird Dutch guy we for a while. We are the same, boy. <laughs> Why Tom Hanks decided he didn't talk like that? He talked like just like a Southern guy. He was better. He was a better con man than to have a weird voice that you would immediately be like. 
Did you say you're from North Carolina? Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or wherever yeah, you're supposed to be from. Because you sound. What real estate like are you trying to buy to build a coal mine now? <laughs> no, no. What time is your lunch with Boss Hog? I'm not here to steal from you good people. I'm from here, just like you. <laughs> well, no. I'm a West Virginian, just like you. Can't you tell from my accent? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but maybe, um, I don't know, do we want do we want young kids listening to Dylan? Of course we do. Dylan's actually got some messages to say in his yeah, early stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, that's, that's kind good, of my, that's my default now when, you know, people, you know, start talking about politics and, you know, you like this, you know, what do you think about this guy's politics and music? Or that guy, it's like, look, man, everything you need to know about politics and music, uh, Woody Guthrie already said. Woody Guthrie, you know, yeah. I, 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 that, yeah. I just go back to that and, and leave it there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I definitely find value in something like this. I think, yeah. Normally, I would be a little like, oh, who who knows what's going to be good, blah, blah, blah. The only Dillo, Dylan biopics that have been made have been really artsy-fartsy things, um, which I I watched them all, and I found parts of them. They're probably all better than his Billy the Kid movie. <laughs> Man, I just love that movie. It's a Sam Peckinpah movie. <laughs> so bad. No, I tried. I tried. I did. I tried. I have it. I own it. I'm going to make you watch the director's cut one day. See if you, <laughs> I can sell you on that. Sounds but, like a movie who, for people like people who like to make movies would like. It's Abed. I, I love it. We got pork and beans, baked beans, pig beans. Dylan, if you're not familiar with the movie, there's a scene where Dylan, Bob Dylan's in the movie, and he literally just names... Beans that are on a I, counter. I just always assume minutes. that's where they they got the whole uh, Bubba's sh- shrimp thing from. <laughs> Your mind. I, I, right. I seriously, I figured they were paying homage. I mean, I, I saw Forrest Gump before I saw the Dylan uh, movie, but yeah. once I saw that, that was the first thing that popped in my mind. Is oh well, hell, that's where they swiped that. You're, you know, you, I think you have a good point there. Kidney beans. Navy Bane. I like that uh, D- Dylan's name is something insane. It's like his name's like for amnesia or something. It's not that, but it's something stupid. And he's a knife man. He throws knives. Um, yeah, I like right. it. I like it just to see him in it. And there's a scene with Chris Christopherson breaking out of jail that's from the Billy the Kid lore. Um, I guess it had to be from a, one of those paperbacks where it had to be true. I've seen it in so many Billy the Kid movies. It's the trope where he puts the money in the shotgun. Oh, right, 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 yeah. And then shoots yeah. him and says, best best buck 50 best, I ever yeah. spent, or whatever it is, right, or whatever yeah. the line is. It's not only in Young Guns and, that, and the movie we're talking about. It's in at least two other Billy the Kid movies, uh, that scene. So, I'm, I'm, I don't know. We don't uh, part of the know part of the lore for sure. I don't know my Billy the Kid lore. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I, yeah, I know the picture. Uh, people think the picture is actually a uh, reversed image, like a negative uh, something that somehow got reversed because he always said he was left-handed. And I, I don't know. I know I know a lot about it, but I don't. I like Young Guns too, where they speculate he never died. He turned into Billy yeah. Brush. Billy Brushes. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. The ex- yeah, the extent of my Billy the Kid lore is is Young Guns one and two, right? That's, that's 
<laughs> I know he, he liked it. He was a pretty handsome guy. He'd say stuff like, I'll make you famous. He was real funny. Yeah. <laughs> but also real honor. He'd shoot you for nothing. <laughs> I, I, you know, you, you got to give it to Emilio, though. I, he did kill it. He did kill it in that oh, role. Oh, yes. I've, I mean, I, oh, I, yeah, I, I, I love it. I love both of them. Uh, the second it's no one, minute it's... work, but it's great. <laughs> it's Vietnam now, baby. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm a fan. I uh, Tombstone. If you have to pick, Young Guns or Tombstone, which which way are you oh, going? Oh, that's both. Well, both both Young Guns or one or do I have to pick like one of the, like is are are we comparing? I you know mean, what I mean? You can put them together. It's like the you know. I Lord think you have to put them together in order for them yeah. to compete with Tombstone, don't you? Oh, so it's either it's a so Tombstone's so good it takes both of them. I yeah, I, I don't mean, think either one of the Young Guns movies on their own are better than Tombstone, man, but put together I, uh, it's pretty tough. That first Young Guns is pretty dang solid. Oh, it's pretty it's pretty good. It's pretty you got good. Charlie Sheen. You forget about the beginning with uh, old Huntsel and uh, the uh, Charlie Sheen being the leader of the gang before he gets gunned down by old Two Guns Billy Brushes or something. You were right. I, I said that already. <laughs> In the, the outhouse scene there. Um, it's just a solid movie, man. It moves. Oh, it uh, is. The only, the only thing that could have been better is if the bad guy was played by Gene Hackman instead of Jack Palance. Like, if, if that oh, if had yeah. that, That'd people been would... Good. People would remember that movie as a powerhouse movie. Jack Palance is good, but you know he's Jack right. Palance. He's Jack he's, Palance, right? I've got my China girl. Come here, little China girl. Like that's his whole character, right? He has the uh, Chinese, the geisha. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he yeah. keeps calling her China doll. <laughs> and Kiefer Sutherland, who's I mean, I understand why you cast Jack Palance. Her. Uh, you you know, know, I get that. I because get, you couldn't I get, get Gene Hackman, right? <laughs> well, like, yeah, yeah. John Lithgow was busy. John Lithgow was yeah. He was already on another project. Gene, Gene Hackman, Christopher Walken, the guy from Silence of the Lambs. They were all yeah. They were all busy. Hey, you know now. There's Anthony Hopkins would have been Ooh. that. Yeah, because yeah, what the whole English Irish thing? Yeah, I mean Anthony mm-hmm. Hopkins could have killed it in that. Yeah, he'd have been. Yeah, good. He would have done it too. He uh, he apparently does not care if you pay him. He will do whatever parts. <laughs> he said he will read a phone Mo- book. Hey, modern day Malkovich, not Malkovich oh, then, but Malkovich yeah, yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Or then he was great in a Line of Fire, that Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah, he just would have been too young though. I mean, you had yeah, you would have had to age true. him, you know, absolutely. for the character. But sure. But yeah, I mean. And boy, they had great makeup back then. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so let's put a beard and a nose oh, yeah. on this guy. I watch, <laughs> a, I watch a lot. <laughs> Some wispy hair. Right. I have a I have a message for uh, uh, Hollywood. I watch a lot of movies, old and new. Um, when a new technology comes out, could you just give it ten years before you throw it in a movie? <laughs> Because yeah, you're ruining point. movies. You're just let, ruining Let them. porn try it first, and if it doesn't work, then oh don't do it. Oh, my God. Such a good idea. Hand the technology over to porn. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> hey, I, hey guys, porn is always the driver of what the tech you, what tech is going to stay is, comes from porn. You're not lying. Uh, no. Uh, hand it over to them. Say, see what you can do with this. We, <laughs> if by the time you get it good, then hand it back to Lucas and, yeah. and Weta. Then let them put the finishing touches on it, and then give it another three years to bake. Then put it in a movie. 
because uh, so many movies are ruined by we have this new technology. Let's use it before anybody else does, even though it looks like trash. It's garbage. Stop it, Hollywood. Stop it. Should have put that in your little strike in your new contract. <laughs> oh, I didn't mention real fast uh, among uh, artists that I know I talk about this a lot. Um, Tamar Afek, the uh, uh, Israeli punk band that I'm into. They're crazy. The band Thandi, T-H-A-N-D-I, is phenomenal. Phenomenal. Um, out of England, I believe. Uh, I, God, they have an album called A Beat to Make It Better, and uh, it's really good. No, no, Nothing dirty, not that kind of beat. A Beat to Make It Better, Talk, <laughs> talking about music. Thandi, check out Thandi. I really do love Thandi. A uh, dude named Kevin Morby, uh, maybe the song of the year, called Rock Bottom. Love it. A uh, dude named Alejandro Escovado. Oh, a, now you're talking. Do you know Alejandro Escovado? Oh, I do. Most certainly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, I got hooked on him from a song called Always a Friend. Pretty old song. Yeah. Like 10, year, 10 years old. Damn. Yep. Damn, what a, damn, what a good song. Good good, good stuff all the way around. Um, oh, as I said earlier, check out that Barnes Courtney. Um, it, it's pop rock, but it's rock. It, it's gotcha. uh, he is uh, if you like when you see him you'll be like oh I see what he's going for and then when you hear him I, I appreciate some of his lyrics I can tell that he is a uh, not the term a well listened uh, writer of music yeah uh, you know what I mean his references right. uh, are, are deep it's like you know Killer Mike will reference Stagley and I'm like how many re rappers reference Stagley that lets me know that Killer Mike yeah, well yeah, he knows his music. He is well-rounded in music education. Um, I wouldn't go that far with Barnes Courtney, but he knows how to write a pretty solid pop rock song. And he's one of uh, my son's favorite artists. He loves them, um, which is usually a pretty decent sign. Well, um, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, I was gonna get to my favorite movies of the year, but man, there just weren't. Uh, I I didn't see a lot of them, um, uh, and I just there wasn't really that many to choose from. When I looked at movies that came out in 2023, I was um, uh, taken aback by how few there were. I was gonna say I don't uh, know Karen. that I really went to the theater all that much in 2023. Well, we had um, we had Oppenheimer. I know you guys went to see Oppenheimer. Did yes, yeah, all that. Um, I still haven't seen it. I, as you like to say, I know how it ends. I just exactly, I <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it, it does. Um, Bomb goes off. You know, I mean, yeah, no spoilers. Uh, Robbie saw Killers of the Flower Moon. There was Barbie, of course, the other half of Oppenheimer. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, Into the Spider Verse was about the only movie I went to see. Yeah, I saw uh, that in the theaters, and that was probably my favorite movie of the year. Um, I'd say, yeah, I, of the stuff I went to the theater to see, it's, yeah, I would think so. Pretty up there. Like I, I, like I said, I didn't see Oppenheimer, so I know I'm, I'm missing out. I it, know it's fine. Mad at it's, me it's not, it's fine. Not the There's nothing bad about it, but it's fine. You don't yeah. need to see it in the theater. It's fine. It's, it's yeah. kind of what I thought. His it was better, so better marketing loud. than movie. So loud in the theater. Whew, man, his movie. They are. Um. Don't ever complain about my audio world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, you know, you can blow my eardrums out in a the theater, but I'm not allowed to take a Marshall stack into a bar anymore. Come on. <laughs> Seems like a double standard. Just because Christopher Nolan made the Batman trilogy, you're letting it get away with murder. On my <laughs> eardrums. <laughs> 
they let him get away with a lot because of that. He saved superhero movies. He might have ruined cinema, though. According to, <laughs> according, according to our good pal Scorsese, anyway. <laughs> you were so busy worried about whether you could, you didn't stop to think whether you should. <laughs> you should. Oh, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one of the, the, not new, but I saw a Jurassic Park movie uh, that I hadn't seen, uh, you know, by accident. Like, I I was in a hotel room. That's what it was. So there was actually a TV, like, where you're like, well, I I can watch snow or cheese. I can watch something here. You know? Sure, yeah. (laughs) And uh, so, yeah, I picked uh, that Jurassic Park movie, and it was... um, Was it the newest one? It was the one one? with Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Um, They have a couple. And they... They use the raptors to uh, to a, they, like basically they create a dinosaur that didn't exist and it's worse than every other dinosaur that's ever been out there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they use the is raptors the one with, to attack is it, it. Is it the one with Jimmy Buffett? I don't remember. I, I missed the very is it, beginning, is there, but I is didn't there see a him. Giant, uh, is there a giant? Is there a giant? Are they at a park with like a giant lake where a big sea monster comes out of the lake to eat another? Monster? I think that's how it ends. Is yeah, like the okay. like everything falls that's into the, the ocean and yeah, yeah. That's the one with Jimmy Buffett. It's it's a decent one. Do not watch any after that because they go straight down the toilet. <laughs> I mean, straight down the toilet. They're like unwatchable bad after that. Um, but yes, uh, but yeah, what, what, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we, we that was the last one that I watched and was like, this is still fun. Yeah, it, it was. It was. It was fun. It, you know, it wasn't anything great about it. It wasn't bad. It was, you know. And that's nothing against. That's not. I'm not throwing out any Chris Pratt hate there. I know a lot of people like to hate on Chris Pratt. <coughs> yeah, that's no, I'm not, not I'm hating doing. on him. Yeah, I'm not it's hating on him. Movie, he did like, fine. It was clearly like after that one, they were like, let's just keep pumping them out. We don't care. What's it about? Um, we are just about out of time. Uh, real fast. Um, oh, it, shows. Like the, Joe McHale just hating on Chris Pratt for like two seasons of Community. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, real fast. Uh, Teen Titans Go to the Movies is on Netflix now. If you've never seen Teen Titans Go, the show, um, watch the movie. You'll get It's a taste of the show. You'll, you'll get hooked on it, I hope. Teen Titans Go. Fun show. To the movies is on Netflix. It's not locked up on Max anymore. Bunch of Max stuffs on Netflix. Watch the Suicide Squad, the one with Idris Elba, not Will Smith. Uh, my top shows, movies of the year. I got Thirty Coins, the show that I love, the Spanish horror show. Last Stop Larama is a Max uh, documentary about a town of twelve people in the middle of Australia, and one of them goes missing. <laughs> and it is, it is a great documentary. Uh, Love is One, uh, the story of Mother God, another great documentary. Um, is that all I have? Movies, When Evil Lurks. If you want to watch a new horror movie that's creepy and crazy as heck, When Evil Lurks is it. Uh, no One Will Save You is pretty fun. 65 is a great action movie that got no love and just went straight to Netflix. Adam Driver um, lands on Earth 65 million years ago, fights dinosaurs great time i don't I don't know how you couldn't love it like it's a it's a popcorn movie if i ever saw one still you, know, seen you could you could never put him and uh, mini driver in the same movie there wouldn't be enough room on the screen for headspace <laughs> <clears throat> i was gonna say you couldn't put him and keanu reeves on the screen because oh, yeah, he has definitely his definitely career. not riding horses <laughs> <That's> <laughs> don't just... cast them in a western anytime soon <laughs> Oh, God. The fact that John Wick 4 starts off with Keanu riding a horse. 
right. throughout the throughout the desert. And they actually try they actually match shot a shot from Lawrence of Arabia in the beginning of John Wick. Oh no. I'm like, what are you doing? You are not Lawrence of Arabia, you jerk. Hey, we're completely out of time for the radio show. We're gonna keep going for just a few minutes, maybe. Because uh, I got Adios. something I got to get off my chest. Uh, it involves Prince. See everybody. Happy New Year's e- Day. <laughs> Listen here, you motherfuckers. I got something that's <laughs> that's right. been grinding my gears. <clears throat> I want to bring this up when we start our uh, YouTube show, Changing Strings <laughs> with Shark and Eastwood. <laughs> um, this is going to be a question I ask everybody. I'm gonna. I, we might wait till Rob's back here, but I'm gonna lube the. I'm going to lube the gears up here anyway. There you Um, go. One of my favorite things to do. um, Not really. It just happens to me. (laughs) You know how you watch something on TikTok and then TikTok's like, oh, you must love that. Oh, you commented on it. Right. You must really love it. Here's more of that. Right. Um, Is there's this trend on TikTok of people playing Prince playing my guitar gently weeps solo. He's playing with Tom Petty and... I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that playing. one clip that's from something, and yeah, there's everybody on stage, yeah. and Prince takes everybody, a solo, yeah. and everybody tries to use that as, see, Prince is, Prince is the number one guitar player of all time. Yes, so um, then the, right. they will yeah. post it, and it'll be a person listening to it, and they'll be like, this is the greatest live solo that's ever been recorded. Or, yeah. why isn't Prince in the top ten great guitar guitarists of all time? Right. And I know all I have to do is comment mid at best. <laughs> and man, the f- f- fucking comments start rolling in almost immediately. Yep. Of, of people that don't know what they're talking about, uh, not played guitar. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, yeah, just, just nothing but that. Uh oh. Hold on. <laughs> Dogs are going crazy. I'm doing my show, Pop. You need something. Just give me a five. Just give me five minutes. Three, two minutes. Um. So, but don't, uh, you, don't you dare cut that out. <laughs> no, I'm gonna leave that in. I gotta <laughs> don't edit you this. dare cut that out. That, I gotta that edit right this. there I gotta sums ed- up the essence of everything that we are. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'll be with you in just a minute, Dad. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so check out that solo. Next week, we're going to have Rob play it, and we'll talk about is it good or bad. I, I personally think it's one of the most mid-solos I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, it's fine. It's a solo. It's, it's, it's nothing fine. to write it's, home it's about. Ben, it's bends, hammer-ons, and pull-offs. It's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's fourth-year guitar student stuff. All right. right. Uh, uh, all right, we got to get out of here. Uh, I got to go help my pop, I think. <laughs> so I'll see right. y'all <laughs> next time. Have a happy New Year's. Day and have a happy New Year's Eve if you're listening today. Uh, We love you all. Keep safe and we'll see you next time. Adios.